Hi. Welcome back. It's Friday afternoon at 2 p.m. Eastern, which means it's time for another Kick-Ass Career Conversation with Kim. Absolutely. And me, Louise. Louise and Nadine. And Nadine. Nadine is with us. Yay. We're going to learn a little bit more about Nadine in just a little bit, but we're going to start off today, this week, like we always start off. Louise, what are we celebrating? Nadine, what are we celebrating? Uh, I'm celebrating. So we were all kind of backstage before we go live and Kim plays that funky music and we're like all our heads were bopping. And I thought about that scene in Wayne's world where they're driving and they're all like, right. And I'm like, oh, hey, that's going to be me pretty soon. I'm celebrating a road trip that's coming up. Starts later today. I'm so excited to hit the road for 10 days. On a, on a road trip exploring uh, part of Canada and the U.S. Um, and I'm just, I'm really, really excited. Uh, and I'm celebrating that, that like I've designed a career that allows me to do that, right? I didn't have to check in with anyone to say, hey, can I have this time off? I didn't have to bank my PTO. Um, I got to plan my trip um, and make my work fit around that. And instead of making my life fit around work. And so it's one of the things Kim and I, we talk about so often. Um, and it's not just right as an entrepreneur, but it's about leaning into and finding a place where work fits into your life and not where you are all like given it all for work. Um, so, yeah, but uh, I'm celebrating a road trip. Yay. And you're going to a really cool place, so. I'm yeah, hit, hitting the Black Hills. I've never been there in the U.S. and South Dakota, so should be a lot of fun. I'm looking, right, hiking, and and that's been one of my uh, goals through my knee rehab uh, and my knee surgery as to knowing that this was on the calendar uh, and giving me that motivation um, to really kind of stretch myself a little bit and uh, get to a place where I actually do get to enjoy the hiking. Yay! I'm celebrating with you. That's awesome. <laughs> so come along, everyone. We're hitting the road. <laughs> like a sitcom start there. <laughs> a little bit of music. Absolutely. Uh, Nadine, how about you? What are you celebrating this uh, fine Friday? Um, well, first of all, I want to say thank you for having me on. Um, and I mean, we've been talking backstage for so long already. We have this big, like, I have a big smile on my face because I just love it. And I have another song that just played in. It's like, hit the road, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so he's like, oh, my gosh, I just keeps rolling. And um, yeah, what a what a wonderful um, motivation and goal to work towards through your uh, through your recovery to you know that this is coming up and that you get to design that and just oh I'm like I, I'm feeling it for you <laughs> it's like really exciting <laughs> um, I'm celebrating this week a me not like letting go a bit of perfectionism <laughs> and so uh, following a uh, a goal that I've been having in the back of my mind for a long time and it's like okay just do it you don't have to have it perfect just put it out in the world and see if anyone's interested um so i rolled out a um a new so what i call a social lounge for mothers to hang out a virtual social lounge um because we all need to have our like our communities and places to support each other and um i've rolled out something like a book club but for podcasts um it's called mama's uh podcast club and um so we're going to meet for the first time uh, at the end of the month um and the um, virtually, and it's for mothers who want to follow their dreams and don't, even if it's freaking them out, <laughs> they're a bit afraid or don't know how to get there yet. But I want to like hang out with other moms who are kind of ambitious and want to follow their dreams and want to take a bit of action. And uh, just put it out, hey, is anyone interested in this? And the feedback has been amazing. It's like, oh, I've never heard of something like this. And yeah, let's get it done. And out of nowhere, someone reached out in my network and said, oh, I love this so much. I shared it with my newsletter community. So another like mom who's also an entrepreneur. And I was like, oh, my God, this is working. This is working. And <laughs> um, I just put it out. There's not really that much set up around it because like, oh, what if no one comes around? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Don't want to put too much work into it. So that's where the 
perfectionism. I had to just like let go a bit and um, I'm co-creating um, a mom community. So I'm just like really, really happy that someone or a few people said, yeah, I want to experience that with you for the first time. See how it goes. Aww. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm celebrating with you too, because that it is huge when we put, when we weather, you know, whatever the circumstances are, when we start to put ourselves out in the world differently, it's scary. Um, yeah. I just got off a call with my own group um, and they, it's the same thing. They're all like, Oh, going into this next part of self is really scary. And it's like, yeah, it is because we have all this learned knowledge, all this conditioning from our past of like who we believe we are and, and that perfectionism, right? It's like so many of us, we want to make sure we get it right. Um, and just allowing ourselves space to, to do, to be, mm -hmm. to experiment, to play. That's been my theme this week is play yeah i love that because it allows for um it allows for mistakes you know that block tower might just topple over if it's not <laughs> um and there's um there's a implied sense of fun involved and i'm all up for that <laughs> yeah, for sure yeah for sure and we don't do it enough as adults and and we louise and i've talked about this before right this this need to play this need to have fun um, and it can look different for everybody. Absolutely. We get to choose what that looks like for ourselves. And when we know that we're feeling that something feels fun to our, to us, right. Inviting more of that in. So, um, so for me this week, I think I'm celebrating a two hour nap this morning. <laughs> <laughs> So I am generally not a napper and it's not on, um, on principle or anything like that. I'm a big proponent of naps. I just don't ever feel the need to. It's my manifesting generator nature. I'm like a go, go, go kind of person. And just that's, that's who I am. And, and, um, it comes naturally to me this morning. I got up wicked early and then did all my morning, morning stuff and just said, I, I just, I, I choose not to. I choose not to continue moving forward. Um, and I laid down and I expected to be down for like maybe 30 minutes. Cause if I lay down, usually that's about it. And I, two hours later I woke up and I was like, Ooh, look at that. Apparently I needed a little bit of more rest than I thought. And then the coolest thing happened is our cat who never chooses me, who never chooses me to lay on top of curls up on top of me and made herself just all warm and cozy and purry. And it was like a gift. It was, it was complete mana from heaven for me. So I stayed there for another hour. I was in bed for three hours this morning. And you know what? I've had a super productive day. I've gotten done the things that I wanted to get done. And I was able to take care of myself in a way that felt really, really good. Like I have no guilt or anything over that. Yeah. Isn't that amazing how when we can like top up our own buckets and we just show up so much differently for those other roles in our lives. And we often forget that, right? We often think, oh, I have to show up, but you're not really showing up. You're not showing up as your best self, right? You might be present in the room, but you certainly aren't there. But when you can take care of yourself, uh, you do all of a sudden now you've got the energy and the spunk uh, and the creativity and the ingenuity and all of that all, all of a sudden just bubbles right to the surface and you still get all of those things done that you wanted to get done. Mm -hmm. um, it's not about the time that we spend right at work. It's about like, what is that quality of work we're really leaning into? Yeah. It's so interesting. I saw a post on Facebook in um, a nonprofit uh, group that I'm in and um, somebody, it, it was an anonymous post, doesn't matter anyway, but the, they had posted that they were upset that somebody had um, taken a job um, at their organization and three weeks later was like, hey, I'm sorry. I was, I actually, as I was interviewing another role um, I just got that offer and, and it's really a better opportunity for me. So I'm really sorry, but I'm going to take this role. And this person was very upset about it. And in it, it was saying, you know, how 
um, how rude it is and, and right. This old school thinking that we need to always say, well, I took this job first, so I can't watch out for myself. I can't take the time off because I need the time off. I can't put boundaries around what I need because it's right. And it was really interesting because I was like, Ooh, do I want to go into the comments and see what people are saying? Do I, am I ready to hear all these people say, yeah, you're right. It's so rude. Like this was horrible. I was so happy to see it was filled with all of these people saying, of course, like, yeah. of course, it's okay that they did that. It's absolutely okay that we take care of ourselves, that we find ways that honor ourselves. That's what this whole thing has been about over the last several mm -hmm. years around work. And it was, mm -hmm. it, it just gave me so much hope that people really are starting to think about what do they need, right? If I worked for somebody else and I was feeling how I did this morning, I absolutely would have taken, you know, at least half a day. I would have said, right, I know I have a meeting at noon. I'll be in before that meeting, mm -hmm. but I need this time for me. Wow, that's powerful. That's powerful. I've uh, also um, read something online <laughs> recently, a quote, and I do not know right now who it is by, um, and it was a it was basically a reframe on the old the way of thinking that did I work enough to rest to deserve a rest, and a reframing it to did I rest enough to do my most loving most impactful work? I was like, wow, yes, 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 this is where we need to go, right? It's like rest is productive. Start with the rest and set yourself up to be successful and impactful at work and give it your best. So uh, that's safe with me for sure. <laughs> mm, I love that. I love mm -hmm. that so much. Yeah. And take the road trip when you need to take the road trip, right? Start mm -hmm. the group when you're ready to start the group. It's just, or even when you're not ready, just start the group. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's so much to learn from that as well. You might, you might have a perfect. And then after all the work that you've put in, find out, oh, there's actually just tanked to that idea. You know, yeah. So we're just co-creating and learning and, as we go along. Yeah. Yeah. Well, taking that time to reflect on why did it like what tanked about it? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. What can I learn about it so that next time it's a little bit different? Yeah. And even if it didn't tank, what did I learn about it? Oh, for sure. Right? <laughs> we don't and that's why I love when we start with celebrations because mm -hmm. we're not reflecting on what went wrong this week. We're reflecting on what went right. We're reflecting on what felt good, what felt fun, what felt playful. Mhm. Mm Right, because we need the, those times to reflect on those things too. So, all right, Nadine, I think it's time that we let the world know who you are. What do you think? You ready? So, <laughs> do I have a choice? <laughs> nope. <laughs> yes, you have a choice. <laughs> You're just kidding. Just kidding. Listen or put your earphones <laughs> up. All right. As a recovering stressed out mama who is constantly trying to balance society's expectations to be a perfect mom and an ambitious career woman, Nadine now walks alongside moms who want to ditch the daily grind and bring more joy into their lives, both at home and at work. The pressure that moms feel is relentless, unique to moms, and is definitely unsustainable, draining moms of joy. Nadine is here to show you a more balanced and joy-filled way. She helps busy moms uh, how, no, I read that wrong. I'm going to go to the next sentence because I'm confused now. Together, they'll focus on what works for them specifically for long-lasting, sustainable changes that make for a joy-filled life and fulfilled career. Nadine has lived and worked in six different countries and knows how to start from scratch, build a community, and leverage her strengths that led her to a fulfilling career now. From the hospitality sector in Germany and Scotland to sailing around a Spanish island, being a hiring manager and team leader for a global tech company in Ireland, to supporting mothers while living her life with her hubby and kiddo in Vancouver, Canada. There are stories, insights, and learnings during each step of her journey. When she's not having fun playing with or running after her little one, you might find her taking a moment for herself with a novel. Nadine! <laughs> You survived. I read the whole thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you for reading that. Out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Um, that sounds like I got this uh, image of like, um, like that cartoon, like a little cartoon boat that like pop, 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 all around the world. I can just see you right sailing or flying from like continent to continent, uh, doing all those things. Um, I imagine your career journey is much the same um, here, there, and everywhere. That probably not a traditional ladder climbing career that you had, Nadine. No, not <laughs> tell, at all. Tell us more. Tell us more about that career path, that career journey. Oh, I've. Um, I think when I started, uh, when I started out, and I was still at school. I've always um, dreamt to be a teacher, um, and. Uh, I think in some ways that still kind of shines through now where we're landed um, as a as a coach and it is truly a um a, a dream career just what you both um talked about earlier too and how you appreciate your your life that you created around it um and uh in in some ways i had to to learn this the hard ways like where <laughs> that i landed here and jobs that i sometimes like more than others um and uh yeah so i'm i'm german i uh grew up what used to be east germany so there wasn't a lot of like traveling around i was from a small village and um once after the reunification you know it's like borders were open and there's like so many possibilities like actually what i didn't put in uh, in my bio was right out of school i was like oh i'm gonna go abroad i was kind of the first person out of our like village to just even like stay abroad and and live there and um so i i started um, babysitting as a as an au pair in england and um yeah there were always like those voices like are oh, you just gonna come back you're not gonna make it and it's like oh the i'm gonna show you <laughs> attitude was like <laughs> really got me through the the year right out of school to to live abroad um in a country that i didn't know or like speak the language of um, that much and so that was a driver and really set me up for all the other things that i ended up doing i thought okay i need to go back to germany and get some sort of education <laughs> uh after that and um really was in the hospitality sector and and got the the what you call it like the travel bug I was like they were always like tourists around people from all over the place and I was like oh I just, like I just so long to like go <laughs> with the with everyone and the curiosity that even now as a coach I have because I'm so interested in how other people take what makes them work and and that even shown through there and um, so yeah, right after I got my my education in, it's like okay, where where next? Where can I use this? And Scotland there was. Um, with <laughs> I thought I was going to be set up with you know living a year in England and my my English language lessons. <laughs> I was quite shocked by the Scottish accent <laughs> and being front of office and helping helping tourists and other places. And it's like oh well, that was a, another challenge. Um, but I I really loved it i was in uh in edinburgh for a year it's still one of my favorite places ever it, with everywhere where i traveled so wonderful and um i then decided to go from like scotland to a can the canary islands in uh in spain they're just there just off the sahara desert there's like close to the equator so it's like total shock the island that i was on had like volcano um like surroundings it was like total shock from lush green to <laughs> volcano like gray and um landscapes and palm trees everywhere and um yeah i i was told i had a a dead man's job and it's like oh that sounds scary it's like no 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 no. it's like you only get this type of job if someone like drops dead from here it's like it was so <laughs> <laughs> it's like so in demand like you've got one of the best jobs on the island and i figured out that that's what it was so i was working um for a sailing boat company and we took out like tourists on these excursions um around the island i was uh, sales coordinator I was the entertainer on board basically being seasick motion sick for two years while I was there but I loved it it was the one of the best jobs <laughs> it's like from people from all over the world and um yeah I was like my uniform was flip-flops 
t-shirt, branded t-shirt. Our office was a table by the pool in a hotel. And it was, it was magical. It was magical. But the, my upbringing also was like, oh, this is not sustainable. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is a dream for now and an experience, but it's not really going to bring in the money. So, um, or long-term setting me up for, for my goals. So I started asking tourists, it's like, oh, where's a good place to live <laughs> for about half a year? And uh, I decided for what I wanted to do, I needed to go to Galway in Ireland on the, uh, on the Atlantic coast. And um, that's where I was for 10 years. And starting another career, I got into a, a tech company, a global tech company um, based out of uh, Germany. And um, I was from tech support and really, really quickly worked myself up to be um, promoted within the team as their manager. And as one of my, uh, just another dream job, I got to support people, coach them, mentor them. The teaching aspect came through uh, empowering other, other women. I ran a business women's network internally. That was kind of a, um, what you call it? It was uh, nearly I want to say extinct. That's the word my my uh, my son just learned. It's like, is it extinct yet? It's like, no, don't worry. Um, it's like kind of um, like a dormant chapter of an internal uh, business women's network, and I led it to be uh, award winning within like two years um, within the company, and just in, in empowering other uh, other women within the company, and um, that's where I got really into into coaching. It's like on my first my first coaching experience to coach my team members, but also to have my own first coach. Um, and uh, within all this time, I got to meet my now husband. Um, we were in a two, two year long distance relationship uh, between Ireland and Canada. And um, for half the time we were already married, <laughs> but still on opposite sides of the world. Um, and uh, I decided, okay, I, uh, it's scary, but just like one of those things, I followed my heart. Um, followed my heart is like, I'm going to make it work. And I uh, came back over here to, to Canada, um, leaving a, my community of 10 years and my experience and everything um, there and decided, okay, I'm going to make this work in, in Canada. And uh, that's how I eventually got into like coaching, did it? Did my time out and it's like, okay, what do I actually really want? What is scary, but what can I actually do? Mm -hmm. And um, I followed that. I followed that path, and uh, here I am, just like you, living the dream as a as a coach, making my own like path in the world, helping others. And uh, really, over the last few years, it crystallized out that I need a I need to support moms. Moms need so much, <laughs> so much help. There's so much at stake um, for themselves, for their families, for their communities. And um, yeah, through everything that I've learned, I was like, there's moms out there who want to make stuff happen. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, um, for sure. And, and it's like, okay, I'm here for it. I'm going to, I'm going to help you, even if it's freaking you out too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's, let's get out there. I'll start building communities, support you. Um, and uh, and that's what I'm I'm here for. Thank you for letting me talk for so long. That was a long <laughs> chat. Well, listening to your story, it's it's you, and this topic that we're talking about today, right? Divine timing. Well, you well, I heard a lot of so I asked, right? I was I was getting input. I had this opportunity. I followed this. I finally made the decision. I find right. Divine timing absolutely had a play in this right? Because that's a lot of, it's not just small pivots and small pivots, divine timing has, has a play in as well. But this is, I feel like just looking at your timeline, we can actually see where divine timing has, has made its mark on your life. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Does that resonate with you? It does. Yeah. There's always like, I was definitely ready as well. Like there's, it's been like, I could feel it coming <laughs> every time. Talk about that feeling. Pivot. Talk about that feeling. Um, it was a it was a bit of a like that restlessness. Um, it's like oh, there has to be more, and I recognize that. It's like there has to be more here to that. I want different. I don't quite know yet what that is. And then following that, it's like oh, leaving myself open to 
possibilities and exploring just that even oh there is potentially more here or there's something different what could that be and then start really engaging with that asking questions like doing maybe a bit of research like what has worked previously or what works now what do i want now going forward how can i make that happen um and then making plans around it i had um it's like obviously with my own kit being around it's like i don't ever want you to leave this household <laughs> it's like i want you here and snuggle you and it's like whatever and anyway it led me to talk with my mom uh, about me leaving for England right out of school without like going to university first or doing anything and there wasn't really a precedent anywhere around us and I said Nadine you always had a plan you came with us to France like what were we supposed to do you always like there was every time you move to a country it's like sometimes I hadn't even been to it. like I've never been to Ireland and I packed up my bags in in um in, on that Spanish island with like two bags in a and I just went I was like, I'm gonna make it happen. I have a I have a place to live for a few days, and then I'm just gonna have to, will have to figure it out, and I it, make it happen. So there's always this inner belief that it's it's going to I'm going to make it happen somehow. It just I'm going to be resourceful enough to figure this out, and maybe even take a job that I might not like right away, but I'll pay my bills. I'm gonna make it happen. So that inner belief was always there, um, and. I would call myself someone who's not who does not like to take risks. Um, but looking back, I was like, there were quite a few risks. I don't know if I would do it now <laughs> again. But I always like the reflection was that there's always a plan or a you know something where it's like mitigated risks and the curiosity. I think the curiosity is always there. It's like the learning, the asking questions, like what it's like living there or doing that job. Um, so that's probably the the driver always around the oh I've seen it coming because I could feel it inside. There's this restlessness, the drive for more, the what if, ooh, what would that look like? Um, and now I just I follow. I always want to say I just follow that, but I probably plays down the <laughs> the effort that that went into it because coaching my clients now I know it's not. It can be quite scary. It's like listening to yourself. What do you actually want? Then voicing that or writing that down and never mind even putting that into action are completely different things. And it takes some guts. Um, if you haven't flexed that muscle of like, you know, changing. So, yeah. Um, I love it. It's that we have to pay attention to that feeling, right? Like I've talked about it before in the sense of like that prickly old sweater that you got on, like all of a sudden, like things start to feel uncomfortable and you're like, what's going on? Right. You talked about restlessness or sometimes it's just these like little bubbles or it's the butterflies in your stomach when all of a sudden like that drive to work isn't feeling like it used to. Mm. It's like these little small feelings inside us that I really think is kind of like it's that poke right like mm. that's kind of the timing I think anyways that we're talking about is is that it's the start of something mm. and it's up to us to really grab hold of it and to let it flourish and to really be curious to say like what would it what would it be like if I blew this up or if I, mm -hmm. if I allowed it to bloom what what could it look like yeah. um, but I think it's it starts with the those paying attention to like whatever that is you're you're uncomfortable you're not quite right like things right just aren't aren't smooth we often just kind of brush it away to say like I don't have the time to look at that or like, let's just ignore it and like, just keep plowing through like Kim could have done to this morning. Right. And just then now we should start showing up in a much different way. And, but if we could tap into that a little bit sooner, um, I think we would be much better off getting it up and out and, and seeing it, discovering it, what it mm -hmm. can yeah, that self-awareness um, to tune into your body, because sometimes everything that's going on in our head can be super, super loud. 
<laughs> not just what's going on in our head, but outside world as well, right? Everyone's kind of wants something or needs something it's loud externally, but then sometimes what's going on in the head <laughs> can be uh, can be pretty detrimental. It's like you, know, you can't do that, or I shouldn't be doing this, or da di da di da. All those kind of negative thought patterns, and and so to kind of just tune all that out and tune into your body it's like what does your body tell you it's like what you just said it's like that uncomfortableness feeling or it's like something's quite going on um it it takes attention and mindfulness to you know go down that go down that path and and explore because you know what if i find out that what i <laughs> what if i find out something that i don't like what then then i would have to take action on it Oh, also uncomfortable, depending on what you, you know, what you're thinking. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, you use the word mindfulness and we talk about the divine timing and right. These, these can be, these can be scary terms for people. They're like, that's a little woo. I feel really skeptical. I'm I'm very cynical of all of this stuff that you're talking about. Right. I, I, I know what I need to do. I need to just change, I just change my mind and move forward, just change my mind and move forward, just make a decision and move forward, right? There's, there's that. And I just, I want to kind of put out there that when we use these terms like divine timing and mindfulness and, and energy and, and, and even just that idea of, of being in touch with our, what our body is telling us, right? Not just what our emotions are, but what our body is telling us. We're not suggesting that, um, you can be all woo. You can be in this place of like all this woo and airy fairiness and suddenly life shows up with sparkles and unicorns and fairies. These are all tools, right? Mindfulness is a tool. Somatic processing, that's our bodies. That's being aware of what's happening in our bodies, right? The um, This idea of understanding, not that everything happens in its own time, with divine timing, but understanding that patience, right? To me, divine timing really speaks into this idea of, of patience and awareness and a little bit of resiliency, right? The, these more um, meaty or masculine words, masculine energy words. Um, so if, I just wanted to just kind of slip in here because I do feel like there can be a lot of resistance when we start talking um, about these things where people are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I, I, Hey, I talk airy fairy all the time. And the reality is it's, it's both. And right. It's airy fairy and it's very grounded. And Absolutely. so I just, um, is I, we are talking about this concept of divine timing today. And I just didn't want us to get go into too far of a direction that we felt like, or maybe we do want to go in that direction where we feel like, um, people can't really grasp onto it. Because I know that that can be a scary concept. Well, um, and, and I think too, like there are some people out there like that, that we can look at other people and go like, wow, weren't they lucky? Mm -hmm. Or like, oh, like, man, the cards were stacked in their favor. Like, holy smokes, they were just able to like get what they needed. Or like we see that we see this kind of imaginary like pot of gold that some people apparently have access to and others don't. Right. Mm -hmm. Like the and and I think what we're talking about is that like it starts with something inside us mm -hmm. that spurs us into action when we can connect with whatever that thing is. Call it whatever you want. Um, but when we can connect to that, like we're actually the ones that bring more of that into our lives, whatever it is that we want. But we have to be aware and we have to be clear about what that is. Like, I think that term divine timing, like, like just means like all of a sudden, like there's magical fairy poop right in your path. Right. And you're like, oh, yeah, look at that. Um, that's that's not that's not what I see when I think about kind of this this timing. It's about tapping into something that we all have. Um, that we've been conditioned not to listen to. Call it your intuition. Call, I don't know what, call it whatever you want, but it, it really is something that's inside us that that spurs us into this, this place of like, 
let's explore something different or let's do something different, but there's an action to it. It doesn't just happen. Right. Well, I mean, we, okay, now we can go airy fairy again and talk about energy, right? We are aware of something. We want something to happen in this world. So we put our attention on that thing. We are more likely to take the micro steps or even the large steps of moving to a different continent to make that next thing happen. And therefore we're manifesting, we're creating, we're bringing closer to ourselves and be it the universe, be it, you know, energy, be it whatever you want to call it, this idea of divine timing coming to that place of, I now get to recognize that this thing feels divine to me, right? This aha moment is divine. It comes with it some weight, some, some glory, right? And that's where I think that that opportunity to recognize we all have those. And yet so many people walk around with blinders on and they're like, divine timing is poo-poo. It's just woo-woo crap, like whatever. It's like, but it's not. You have that, we all have that opportunity to have that glory moment, to have that divine timing moment of recognizing, holy crap, what I wanted is right here. I thought it was going to show up at a different time and in a different way, but holy crap, it's right here. I would love to share a story around that. Yeah. I had the actual holy shit moment while I was... Um, washing my hair in the shower. <laughs> By the way, having showers is a great way <laughs> to generate ideas. Yes. Because <laughs> uh, it happened a few other times, but not so much as like, oh, crap, no, yes, all at the same time. So um, <laughs> it's another uh, career career move. But so when I came to, uh, to uh, Canada, I was waiting for my work permit to come through. So I had uh, months to kind of fill and like, I was very intentional about um, the companies here, work opportunities, connecting with people, really putting in like growing my roots uh, in this space. And I had a lot of uh, coaches in my world, um, I think naturally drawn <laughs> to me or that me to them or uh, anyways, and where, I started um, collaborating with one of them and uh, I was like, you know, I don't quite know, should I go back into like the corporate world or do my own thing? But like, what would that even be my own thing? Um, and um, she's like, well, what if you like just concentrate on one, see what comes up, sit with it for like a week, see what comes up, maybe explore that, what that would look like like three days later, washing my hair, it's like full of shampoo everywhere. And I had this ah, moment because um, I thought <laughs> I started. So that was um, my my first um, my first company here in Vancouver was born that way in the shower, <laughs> in the shower. I was like, hey, I have all these coaches in my world who need clients and I love coaching. And then on the other hand, I had all these people in my world who uh, wanted more in their lives, didn't quite know how to get their daddy down. It's like, hey, why don't, why don't I just help those two parties come together? It's like community building and everything. So I, I started a coaching community. Um, and it was born that way in the shower. And I was like, I, but it looks sounds so scary. It's like I'd never run my own company before or did anything like that. But at the same time, like even just really quickly mentally, it ticked off all the things that I was passionate about, all my strength. And there was no, I knew there's no way I could ignore this. Even if it's so scary to start my own thing in a country I was, I had just been allowed to work in. Um, and I was like, there's no way I cannot follow that and see what might come up from that. So for about like three years until I started my own, like shifted my focus a bit, I had my own coaching community here uh, in, in Vancouver. It's like I ran podcasts and events in person online, all those types of things. But this divine moment of holy crap. <laughs> was in the in the shower and it's like there's no I have to follow this there was no way like I knew enough about myself that like what my strengths were what I wanted in a company like what my values are and how I can contribute to things and 
it's like it literally ticked off all the boxes and it's like this is something i have to follow this is just okay if i don't then i'll always regret it and i started started looking into it and that was on a, that was november and january i i I rolled everything out. It's like, this is what I'm doing. Who wants to be involved? (laughs) Because you were open to receiving, Mm -hmm. right? And that goes back to, yeah, goes back to that place that you were talking about of understanding that restlessness. The Louise, you were talking Mm -hmm. about, right? Whatever that feeling is that shows up for Mm -hmm. you, that whatever it is, you got the message and you were like, oh, I need to pay attention to this. Yes. There was the curiosity that came through the openness to let's see what happens when I like manifest and bring it out into the world or just explore, go down that route. I was like, I didn't know what was going to happen, but I was just like there and there was space and it's like, come to me. I want an answer. Yeah. (laughs) But I got it. Yeah. And well, and I, I just think about the people that, that we each work with, right. That show up who are not in tune and in touch with, with they're like, yeah, I kind of feel something. And so I'm curious with, with each of us, how do we help people start to tap into that a little bit more, like to, to start to be able to listen to what they're feeling inside. Do we, do we each have like one or two little tips we could give? Sorry, I'm volunteering you. <laughs> wow, I have some. Okay, so go, for it. Like, go ahead, Louise. Go ahead. Well, so Kim, you are the somatic coach in the group by far. Um, but what often happens with my clients is that. Um, that they're so busy, right? Filling every single moment with something or someone that we just don't have the time to tap into whatever that feels like, right? Because we don't even know what we're trying to feel or or look for or imagine, right? Um, it could feel like an upset stomach, or it could feel like I had to change clothes 18 times today before I could step out the door. Like it, it all depends. But when we're so busy filling our time with, with this busyness and this hustle and, and, and just trying to balance all of the plates that the, the thing I think that, that we need to do is find that time to just pause, taking a moment and, and it just has to be a moment to, to say like, like literally when was the last time you sat and did nothing right and 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 taking that time uh for ourselves starting to reclaim some of that back um so that it doesn't become like this checkbox life i think sometimes we think we're doing things for ourselves like i'm exercising or i'm walking but i'm really not I'm, i haven't had the capacity to just create space for myself or my thoughts or reconnect my body with my heart and my gut or my, my head with my heart and my gut, the rest of my body. Um, and to just take the time, um, and, and, and pausing to do that, mm-hmm. I think is that little tiny gap. We talk about micro steps often, and that's usually kind of that first place I like to kind of pick at is to say, where can we get a little bit of space um, so that you can start to tune into what's going on in your body. Yeah. I mean, that that was going to be my tip. It's stillness. So there's a reason why we get the downloads in the showers, right? There's There's two reasons. One is we are literally massaging our crown chakra. And there, I went total airy-fairy woo on you. But you are literally massaging your crown chakra right there, like washing your head. And even if you don't believe in chakras, you're massaging the top of your head, which is the place that allows for you to think, right? You're you're doing that. You're creating energy. You're mm-hmm. creating heat. You're creating motion. So you are, it's easy. And even if you're not massaging your head and you're just standing there, you still have the water and the water is creating flow. The water is flowing through your energy. So that's the energetic side of stuff, right? The other side of it is we're relatively still when we're in the shower. Now, some of us like to sing and dance and do whatever we're going to do in the shower, but we're still relatively still. And it's in those moments of stillness 
that we can have that glory moment. We can notice the divine timing. We can become open to what our body is feeling and what we want to allow in. So that's my tip is stillness. Whatever stillness can look like for you is just, just a moment of stillness. Put your hand on your heart, put your hand on your stomach and just take a moment, take a breath, right? It can be um, quite challenging for some clients, I find, um, specifically against like, oh, what am I going to find when, you know, you're just sitting there for a minute and don't do anything, and nothing, you know, whatever <laughs> that is. Mm -hmm. um, so like taking them through it, even like in a coaching session and creating that space right there with them while you're alongside them. So it's like not so scary or whatever does come up, you can coach your way through it then afterwards that's a that's a good way of doing it it's like if there's like oh, I don't know what's going on today or you know you can help them like tune into their your body and like go through things and what's coming up so so later on obviously when they're by themselves they kind of can um, self-coach um through that and um it doesn't always work for everyone, but you know, those inquiry questions, like at the end of a coaching session, there's something, hey, let this question percolate a bit more when, you know, until we meet again, it's like, I want you to pay notice to your, to your body, or what does that feel like when we start like having that a bit more of a quieter moment when you're journaling, again, that doesn't always resonate with everyone. It's like writing stuff down, but one or two questions, like, again, around your body or what made you so upset today? And it's like, how did that feel? And then notice, like learn from that as well, right? So next time around, like what you said earlier, Louise, about that that jumper or that pullover that felt a bit like, ah, you know, it's like recognize that. And so you can take action earlier on that and don't let it kind of come to an escalation or kind of a, a desperate type of state. Um, but learn from it. Oh, this is happening in my body. Okay, it must be, you know, maybe this is coming up again for me then. Oh, I can take earlier action so it doesn't go to that um, higher state somehow. Those places yeah. of reflection. I love that. Yeah. Thank you, Nadine. So it is time for us to think about what are our golden nuggets? What are our takeaways? What are those things that we're going to put in our pockets and take with us from this conversation? And if you're listening live, you're welcome to share yours also in the comments. We would love to know what those are. I think for me, it's this whole conversation, our topic, everything we've talked about today, listening to Nadine's story uh, about your career journey and 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 how you, <laughs> you landed on the shores of, of Canada. Um, I think it all is about curiosity. Right. And it's about just just being able to be really curious with ourselves. And and that's like we don't talk enough about curiosity or, or lend enough um, superpower strength to it, um, because when we can start to ask those what questions. Right. Uh, what else? What if? Um, those kinds of things and, and foster that sense of curiosity, like who knows where it could lead to. Uh, and, and that's kind of what m this whole conversation just kind of reinforced that, yeah, curiosity is actually a superpower mm -hmm. and, a, and a muscle that um, I could definitely uh, use some, some conditioning, some strength around. Are you going on a road trip? You got to be very curious. I know. Oh about all the things yeah <laughs> absolutely um i'd love to build up on um on on what you just said louise about the curiosity part and it's it's to let yourself dream it's like what if you know follow those sparkles when you have them um and give yourself permission to just like you know what if what you discover is actually divine what if it's just the most wonderful thing that could have happened. Don't, you know, go automatically into, oh, you know, the, the doom and gloom. But hey, you know, what if you start looking for the positive things um, and right, kind of combine that curiosity with, uh, there could be something really great down this road. And then 
follow that. It's like have the start believing in yourself and that you could actually do that. This is in your realm. So like taking that, taking that a bit further. I was like, oh, and I'm just like, oh, I'm getting really giddy about this too. <laughs> Kim, what's your takeaway, your nugget? Yeah, I think, and it's just, it's continuing to build on it. It's, it's the what's possible, right? And that comes from asking or being asked the questions that create the cracks that let the light in, right? And that to me is that, that really great place where we get to start to play. We get to, it comes back to that play for me is, once we have a little bit of light shining in, we get to play and we get to acknowledge that other things are possible. And we may not have all the answers, but we get to experiment and find out what's next. So, oh Nadine, what do you have going on in the world and where can people find you? Um, probably the best place. Well, if you're looking at this um, live on, on LinkedIn somewhere on the social channels, so it's like follow me, follow me there on Instagram or LinkedIn. And otherwise, the best place, the most central place, probably my website, nadinestiller.com. Thank you for having that on screen. There's a there's a whole folder with um, free resources like meditations to kind of create that stillness that we just talked about, that space and, and other um, golden nuggets. Um, and yeah, so just... Come along, say hi. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. We are so glad that you dropped in today and that we've been able to have this conversation. It has been divine timing, finding each other and, and being together in this in this environment. Louise, I am springing it on you. Do you know what's coming next week? Uh, I do. It's Celine <laughs> navigating transitions. Um, it's going to be a great conversation. So uh, tune in. Uh, hopefully, uh, I will be on the road. Uh, when we record this next week. Uh, well, not so. hopefully you'll be on the road. You will be on well, the no, road. Well, no, but I'm hoping that I get in. It might just be Kim. I don't know. Um, we're just trying to figure it all out um, and what that could look like um, as I uh, connect from South Dakota. <laughs> so we're hoping that we see Louise next week, but if we don't join us back here, Celine will be here. Um, she is an amazing HR professional and we're going to be talking about navigating um, transitions. So um, again, Nadine, thank you so much for um, being here with us and for being part of this conversation and for shining your light into the world. Oh, it's just big and bright. <laughs> thank you so much for having me on. This has been wonderful. And look, we're all like all <laughs> full of uh, positive energy. And yeah, I, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, everyone. We'll see you next week. Take care. Bye. Thanks. Bye, Bye for now.